0: God bless you, people of God. My name is Dr. Preachers. Again, I'm here for the business teaching. In today's business teaching, I think that it's still important for me to do a little more foundational work before I delve into those businesses that can help us earn money like I promised. And essentially, this is to enable us put up a stronger business and wealth-creating structure. You and I know that no structure can be stronger than its foundation. Otherwise, the structure will collapse. The deeper and stronger a foundation, the higher and bigger structure it can carry. Please stay with me. Now, as we get set to start business, there are two critical decisions that we must make if we want to venture into business one of them is asking ourselves this question why are we starting business is it to eat today number two or to keep eating tomorrow if it is to eat today then go ahead Enjoy yourself every day as it comes, grow fat, make noise, be big, be the biggest guy as it were, but what you will need to know is that you will end up eating your tomorrow today and have nothing to eat tomorrow. But if your reason for starting business is to keep eating tomorrow, there are also two things you need to know. Number one is that you need to know that tomorrow is infinite. Tomorrow never ends. It means there's always a tomorrow and another tomorrow and another tomorrow. Everyone lives for only three days. Suffice to say that everyone has just three days to live. Yesterday, today and tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. So you have only today and tomorrow to consider. Today is very crucial for two reasons one is because today is a potential yesterday therefore you must make decisive decisions so that today will not slip out of your hand before you know it and become a yesterday without adding value to your life number two today is the mother of tomorrow that's another reason why today is very crucial today is pregnant and the child that today is carrying is called tomorrow. How tomorrow will be is a function of how you manage today. Just like every pregnant woman will tell you that how they manage their pregnancy to a large extent determined how easy and well it was them when they were given birth. A pregnant woman that takes necessary precautions, registers for antenatal, takes her drugs, eats good food, takes a nice rest, does good exercise, in fact, takes care of herself, knowing that, oh, I am pregnant, I must necessarily take care of this pregnancy gives birth very very easily and gives birth a very healthy, powerful, good, bouncing baby. But those who play with their pregnancy end up having either childbirth, miscarriage or at some point premature babies. The same way with those who don't take care of today. So it means that how tomorrow will appear is dependent on how we manage today. The next question, the next thing you need to know after knowing that today, tomorrow is infinite, is that you must prepare for tomorrow's eating. There is need for preparation. You can't just tumble into tomorrow and start eating. You must prepare for it. And to prepare for, I mean, and to eat tomorrow, you must begin the preparation today. To prepare for tomorrow's eating, I'd like to give us George Glasson's formula summarized in his book titled The Richest Man in Babylon. The Richest Man in Babylon is used by every well known business school like Lagos Business School, Institute of Financial Planning, even Harvard Business School. I just say this to let us know the importance of what I'm about to say. Want you to understand the credibility of information in that book. In that book, he stated seven principles that can help us prepare for tomorrow's eating. While well, I guess said uh, to begin to explore, explore them one after the other, I'd like you to notice that the wealthiest men are not usually those who earn the highest, but those who manage what they earn the best. Let me repeat that again. I said the wealthiest men, the richest men, are not usually those who earn the highest, but those who manage what they earn the best. If you look around you, you will see very, some families who earn very little or nothing with large number of people. And yet they don't go abroad. Yet. But you see some, some people, they earn well, but before the end of the month, they're already borrowing. It's a function of how much or how they manage what they earn. So take, looking at the seven principles, I want to start from principle one. Glasses says number one principle to helping you prepare for tomorrow's eating is that you will start dipors to fattening. Start dipors to fattening is what we call paying yourself first missionary or technique. Now this point is actually the cross of the entire book. It is simply the first step to growing wealth. In this classic principle of paying yourself first, George Clason recommended saving at least 10% of all income and even if you are paying debts. It means that no matter what you are doing, No matter the situation, you must consistently set aside part of your earnings. You can save more or less, but the more you save, the greater your chance of breaking out of poverty and making wealth. Saving saving is what we call paying yourself first. When you save, you pay yourself. Let's get more practical. If somebody is earning 20,000 naira per month and saves 10%, which is 2,000 naira, in 12 months, that man would have saved 24,000 naira, which can also be plugged back into a particular business. Now, there are people who earn more. For instance, some drivers come home daily with 5,000 naira. If a driver that comes home daily with 5,000 Naira saves 10%, which is 500 Naira, in 20 days. Now, I said 20 days, I didn't say 30 days, because I expect that every person who wants to venture into business must know that beyond the money you are making, there are two other things you must take care of. One, the instrument of making the money and yourself that is making the money. So I opted to use five days out of the week so that the driver probably can take care of the car for one day and rest for another day. That is what brought us to 20 days. Now if you calculate 500 for 20 days, it will give you 10,000 naira in a month. And in 12 months, it will give you 120,000 naira. Now imagine if the man decides to be more prudent and save a little more probably saved 2,000 Naira out of the 5,000 Naira. In 20 days, he would have saved 40,000 Naira. And in 12 months, he would have saved 480,000 Naira. So you will see that the man has begun to grow wealth by first paying himself. And that 480,000 Naira can be plugged into certain level of investment. Now these things we will get to know as we proceed. Number two, apart from starting past to the, the second thing George Clason advised is that we'll control our expenditures. So number two is control your expenditures. This simply means living within your means and avoiding extravagant lifestyle. Avoid copying people. Don't copy people. Don't want to live like others. Controlling your expenditure means cutting your coat according to your cloth and not according to your size. Now, why do I say this? Because most times, business teachers talk about wants and needs and we advise to, you know, keep clear of some wants and maybe postpone them to when things get better and concentrate on our needs. I agree in totality that you have to set aside your wants for a while. But I'm also... Thinking, or I also think that we must consider our needs, look at it critically. We must consider our basic needs and necessities cautiously because if care is not taken, our basic needs will grow to equal our income and sometimes surpass it. Food, for instance, food is a necessity, no doubt. But if you don't control what you eat, you will end up eating your tomorrow, today and have nothing left to eat tomorrow. We'll get a little more practical. If someone takes a bottle of mineral every day, in 30 days, he will have spent 3,000 naira taking mineral. In 12 months, he will have spent 36,000 naira taking mineral. There are some people that like to eat well, as it were. I mean, I use the word eat well. That is when they talk, they say we want to eat well. It doesn't mean that others are not eating well, but that's the language they use. Because when their wives go to market, they buy like 3,000 Naira meat, 1,000 Naira pomo, 2,000 Naira fish and use it to cook a pot of soup. I haven't, uh, you know, uh, included other ingredients. But this one, a pot of soup and probably the pot of soup will last for two days. I'm not saying it's bad, but I want to make a calculation here. Now, if that pot of soup would last for two days, 6,000 Naira, we haven't talked about other food that they have to cook. They might not understand how much they're spending. But can I shock you? Let me just do this little calculation. Imagine if this person decides to cut down that meat expenditure from 6,000 Naira to 3,000 Naira. In 15 days, you know, I said earlier that the pot also lasts for two days. So, you know, thirty divided by 2 is 15. In 15 days, 3 times 15 will have given him 45,000 naira savings. And in one year, he would have saved 540,000 naira. That is, if he chooses to cut down that from 6,000 naira to 3,000 naira, whatever, then imagine if he saves a lot more. Classes number three principle is make thy gold multiply. Now, your wealth must extend beyond your income if you want to build wealth. Your earning must extend beyond your income. If you are working somewhere, you must have a side business that can help you feed your family while you save your salary I waited for investment opportunities. I said investment opportunities because there are some opportunities that just come up and they help you make huge money. For instance, you can invest in government securities like treasure, bills and bonds. When they just surface that you have some money saved somewhere, you can just jump into it and then by the time it returns your fund, after just like 3 months or thereabout, you have a huge amount of money. That I can use, also use to do some things. You can trade on forex when it is moving, when it is paid, if you know how to calculate it. You can trade on cryptocurrencies, you can invest on certain things. That is what I mean. What I mean by you know investment opportunities. There are some things that can come out. Are you getting me? And if you know how to do the permutations, you can just jump on it to make your money and work out again. If you have one business already, consider looking into another stream of income. There's nothing bad in having multiple streams of viable incomes. Not incomes or streams of income that you are borrowing, you know, to pay salary. No. I'm not talking of the ones that are taken out of you. You are struggling to even pay salary. That's not what I'm talking That one is not business. The essence is so that you can earn more or earn to save. It is important if you have a particular business that is helping you take care of the feeding and if you have another business that you can actually save from and the savings you can later put to work by making smart investments like i said earlier and taking advantage of time and compounding interest that number four principle the fourth principle is Guide thy treasures from lost. This simply means that you must be cautious of where you put your money. Avoid risky business. I said avoid risky businesses. Avoid putting too much money into a business you know nothing about. It is risky. I know some of you will say, like my late mentor, Abishobosa, he will always say that it is risky not to take risk. I agree but sometimes some risk are, 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 are potential losses. Somebody will also say that life itself is a risk. But please note that the penalty of risk is the potential of loss. You can't get back what you lost. You can take risk, no doubt, but know that the level of risk you take to a large extent, will determine how you go far in business. So you must know the type of risk, risk you take in order to avoid suicide or avoid marriage breakdown or something like that. Because, I mean, there's some risk you enter and everything crumbles. You have no choice when you see some people just jump in and commit suicide. Sometimes it's just as a matter of what you have lost. So if you got your treasure, you'll be saving yourself, saving your family and saving your children future embarrassment. Know your risk aversions and understand the risk in your portfolios. Please always seek advice from people who have the technical know-how. Avoid all these posy, this posy, that, except you have enough reserve. Avoid things in businesses you don't know so much about. If you must involve yourself, try and get information enough and try to provide security for yourself in case if the thing backfires. The number 5 principle is make of thy dwelling a profitable investment. Make of thy dwelling a profitable investment. Now This particular one is debatable because a lot of people like going to comfortability, you know. But then, class's argument, which I buy, is that it makes more sense to make payments that will eventually become equity, rather than giving money to a landlord. For those who know about mortgage, you can live in a smaller house today and deposit part of the rent for a bigger house in a mortgage For a bigger and better house tomorrow. What do I mean? You can choose to start from a very small house. You are earning enough to have a very big house. But instead of renting a very big house and paying bigger money, you can rent a smaller house. Start from the smaller house. But assume that you are living in a bigger house and start saving part of the rent you would have used to pay for the bigger house in a mortgage. After a while, that deposit that you are putting down will become your equity that has become a down payment for you to take ownership of a house as agreed with the mortgage institution and then you continue payment as if you are paying a landlord when you complete the payment the house entirely becomes yours so you don't have to continue paying a landlord big huge amount of money irregularly now secondly some of us live in big houses already that are bringing nothing to us other than rental debts or sometimes extra space to clean. Glasses' advice here is that we transform our house to an asset that is a money making machine, that's what an asset is, an asset is that thing that puts money in our pocket. So we transform our house to an asset otherwise it will later turn to a liability when it begins to wear and tear. We know that on its own, the house is an asset, yes, that is because you can liquidate it and get money from it That you know. But if you don't have money to maintain your house, you begin to wear and tear. And the value will begin to wear and the position will set in. So to be able to continue to maintain your house, you need to make it an, a, a true asset, that is a daily asset, something that is bringing money regularly. So you can take care of yourself and at the same time take care of the house, because the more you take care of your house, the more the value, you know, increases and approves. My advice here is that you can turn, you can begin by turning one of your rooms to a shop or office. You can set up a business in front of your house or corridor, just to augment your income and plan better. Let your house pay its rent, even if you are the landlord. Even if you are the landlord, you have enough money, at the end of the month, take out some money and pay your rent, pay it back yourself and save it somewhere. Let your house be an asset. Let it be something that is helping you to earn money, as it were. Number six. Principle number six is ensure a future income. Now, this boils down to retirement planning and insurance. I believe that due to the fact that insurance as we know it today didn't exist that way in the ancient Babylon classing really didn't delve into the point that much. However, we must know that some statements are implied. That is, they are indirect way of saying some other things. When he mentioned uh, something like ensuring a future income, future income, making sure that in the future something is coming, you will consider a retirement plan. You consider looking at, you know, most of these uh, pension schemes and all that. You must make retirement plan either by investing in different retirement portfolios and packages provided by banks and insurance companies, especially those dealing directly on retirement and pensions, like Stan, Stanbic IBTC, I- Like A. R. M. Pension Managers, FCMB Pension Limited, formerly known as Legacy Pension Managers. You can look at Pension Alliance Limited, Master Insurance, First Bank, Union, Fidelity, all of them have their various Pension Managers. You can approach your bank and say, how do I begin to invest on Pension? So that, you know, you can choose a better plan for yourself. When you are old, you are no longer uh, 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 working to earn money, there will be something putting money in your pocket. Alternatively, you can also set up a business that has the potential to take care of you and your family at old age. Let me tell you this. The moment you get to a point where you can't always bring out some money when people need it, you start losing your respect. When you become fully dependent on your children, to tell it every day, I mean, for you to uh, choose to stick, it's your children, It it's your children and all that, it creates a lot of problem. That's where you see parents start cursing their children because when the children don't bring, you begin to curse them. Sometimes it's not because they don't want to bring, but because they don't really have it at that time. And then you see parents placing curses on their children. To avoid this, get something for yourself at home. So that even when they don't bring, you have something that is coming in for you. Number seven, increase thy ability to earn. If you want to eat tomorrow, you must increase your ability to earn. Position yourself to make more money by improving your skills. Train yourself, go to classes. If you want to enter into a particular business. Try to make sure that their skills are acquired. For instance, you want to enter into a fashion business. You send your wife to learn fashion designing or your children if you cannot go and learn. Whichever business you want, try to know more about it. Grow your skills and your know-how. Take advantage of business teachings like this. Attend seminars on business. Even webinars on the int- webinars on the internet can help. There are a lot of teachings, some business that are going on here and there. Take advantage, learn more. Improve yourself. It will help you improve your ability to earn. Hang around people succeeding in that business to know a little about the secret of the business. Trust me, my people.